I'm Sabrina Petrofeza. And I'm Lily Rugo. And this is Earth's Mightiest Fangirls. And today, we have a guest. Our first guest. Hello. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Joyce. I'm Lily's roommate and Sabrina's friend. And I'm excited to be here and talk about Ghibli. Yeah, so continuing on with our Asian Pacific American Heritage Month theme, we're talking more general fangirl type things, and we're talking about Studio Ghibli slash Hayao Miyazaki movies. And Joyce is, I think, the foremost expert in my immediate circle on this topic, (laughs) so I I woke her up and made her come on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Just so everyone knows, it's 2 p.m., (laughs) <laughs> like, <laughs> I have a not great schedule. Time doesn't matter anymore, so but I'm it's happy fine. to be here. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, we'll get into it, but um, we, the three of us, went to Japan together one year ago. That was only like a, roughly about a year ago. It feels like forever ago. It does. Yeah. Like and a, part like of a that year and a month ago, basically. No, two yeah. months. Yeah, we went in uh, March. April. March. Oh no, you're right. We went, we went in March. March. You went in March. It was the beginning of March. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and a part of that trip was the Ghibli Museum, so we'll get into that later. That's another reason we wanted Joyce on the show. Uh, did you bring up info on Ghibli? I, yes. Hold on. Wait. Skirt. Hopefully I didn't take it. Yes. Okay. I brought it up because I was like, which movies have I seen? Because <laughs> I've seen, like, a handful, and I like them. Yeah. But I don't remember all of them. Yeah. Okay. Studio Ghibli was founded on June 15, 1985, in Tokyo, Japan, and the founders are Hayao Miyazaki, Isao Takahata, Toshio Suzuki, and Yaoyoshi Tokuma. I think I did that okay. Yeah, phonetically. Mm -hmm. I realized it was founded in 85. Okay. Yeah, it's old. When I realized, like, how young of a studio it is basically i was kind of impressed mm. 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 yeah but also i feel like we should have known that we literally went to the museum okay the museum <laughs> had like 0.05 things in english you just kind of looked around it's more for the visual yeah, I aspect I it feel. was very mm-hmm. beautiful it was mm-hmm. also i think the reason it's younger than what most people think is because he worked on a lot of movies before ghibli was founded so That's like true. i guess for example uh, Castle in the Sky, or not Castle in the Sky, Nausicaa, Valley of the Wind, oh. is not technically a Ghibli film. It oh, was yeah, before that makes it was sense. Founded. Yeah. For the purposes of this episode, anything Hayao Miyazaki worked on, we're just kind of lumping it all in. We're all, mm-hmm. we're talking about all of it. I have the shortest list, so I'm going to list the ones that I have seen. Okay. Yeah, that works. Um, so I've seen Spirited Away, which I feel like is a given. I feel like everyone in the planet has seen that one. Um, <laughs> My Neighbor Totoro, Howl's Moving Castle, Princess Mononoke, The Wind Rises, only because Darren Chris had, like, a line in that one. Oh. Um, and I think I saw The Tale of Princess Kaguya, but I'm not sure. Like, I, I can't remember. remember. I one. feel like, I think it was nominated for something, um, one Oscar season, like, either yeah. for foreign film or animated film, and... I that year I watched almost every single Oscar nominated film in almost oh. every single category. So Nice. I think mm-hmm, yeah. I think I saw that one, but I okay. don't 100% remember. Nice. But that's my list. All right, I guess I have the second shortest list. So let me pull it up. Um it's going to be a lot of the same cuz I think I've only seen the big ones. 
um, Kiki's, or right, my Kiki's Delivery Service, My Neighbor Totoro, Castle in the Sky, Spirited Away, Whisper of the Heart, uh, The Wind Rises, Princess Mononoke, Porco Rosso, uh, and Howls, of course. So I've seen nine. Nice. Should I feel I like it'll through? be easier for you, Joyce, to say the ones you haven't seen. No, because I don't know what the full list is. The full list is 20, <laughs> like, 1 or 22. I right. watched half, so I feel like it's the same either way. Yeah, read them. So I watched Castle in the Sky, Totoro, Kiki Silvery Service, Porco Rosso, Whisper of the Heart, Princess Mononoke, Spirited Away, Howls, Ponyo, Arietti, and The Wind Rises. So we all watched The Wind Rises. Yeah. Out of all the recent ones. We watched that one together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we have, like, other... Hmm? That overlap. We have yeah. others that over like. We've all seen Howl's. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure away, I saw. I, I the only reason I saw Princess Mononoke is because Asia did a viewing of it and Elise Strack. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, she was like, that "You're was gonna Mononoke. like this." <laughs> did you? Yeah. Okay. It was yeah. intense. Yeah. I didn't realize how intense she was. Like, you're gonna like it. It's kind of violent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's one of the more violent. And I think we were ones. like painting yeah. pumpkins while we were there. Yep, that was fun. It's funny how a lot of people who first get into Ghibli, they're like, oh my god, I love all these cute movies, and then they choose Princess Mononoke without knowing how violent it is, and they're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like 10 years old or something. <laughs> yeah, I know. Honestly, Spirited Away was intense for me when I was a kid. The no-face when he started eating people freaked me out. Okay, um, I was terrifying. about to say, I wasn't sure Spirited I was alone. Spirited Away is actually that... very scary. Spirited Away mm -hmm. is scary for a kid. I was scared when I was younger, and now that I'm older, I appreciate it more. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of parents are like, Kiki's delivery service, my neighbor Totoro, wee! And then they just like go straight into Spirited Away and be like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, isn't there like a know. rumor that my neighbor Totoro is actually about like a real life case of missing children? Oh, I think I've heard I've that. I've heard that. some conspiracy theories about Totoro. I don't know Totoro. if that's like confirmed, but I've read a lot of theories about, yeah. He's like the angel of death or something. Mm -hmm. And there's like a lot of scary photos to accompany uh, yeah. Where like Totoro has like fangs and stuff. Yeah. He's yeah. The I mean I'm pretty sure I'll the actual studio was like no we did not make this <laughs> yeah. story off of that like that's not what this is <laughs> chill. Yeah. But um I think people still kind of like they're like well you would never confirm it you, you that's not something you would actually confirm. <laughs> mm. Oh boy. You know. So what was your first Ghibli movie? Do you remember? Mine. Yeah. It's definitely Spirited Away. Yeah, classic. Because mm. I think all the other old ones I watched then? in, like... Okay, I definitely watched, like, My Neighbor Totoro, Howls, and Princess Mononoke in college. Um, mm -hmm. And The Wind Rises came out during a time I was super obsessed with Darren Chris, and he had, like, a credit on there. So I was like, well, I'm going to watch mm -hmm. this now. Right. And I couldn't pick out his voice because he had, like, one line somewhere randomly. <laughs> and I just couldn't, like, pick out his voice. And I was like, oh, I'm so sad. Like, I watched this whole movie and I don't even know where Darren is. And I, <laughs> I don't remember much of it. I just know that there were planes and this guy was trying to ride a plane. Or build a plane. I can't really remember that one. I'm sorry. I just yeah, don't. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, but Spirited Way, I think I watched that, like elementary school definitely um yeah and it was really really scary but like i really <laughs> liked it and i know that it was playing like often around the time that i first watched it 
Mm. And I think, like, I would try, I, like, watched it a couple of times, but I thought, like, it was so scary that if my mom saw me watching it, she wouldn't let me, like, watch it, you know? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, hiding it away. I was like, no one can see me watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was probably playing everywhere because it is the only Ghibli movie to win the Oscar. And I want to say that was, oh, when did it come out? In 2001. Okay, 2001. so then, yeah, 2001. And it's the only one. So, yeah, that makes sense of, like, it was everywhere because it was the first movie to win an Oscar like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think my Still. first Ghibli movie, I'm pretty sure, was Kiki's Delivery Service. Oh. And then, because I saw, I probably, I definitely watched Kiki's and um, Spirit Away at the, like, really close to each other. But I have more memories of watching Kiki's for the first time. And then since then, they've been really kind of spaced out just because it's not something I'm ever against, but it's not something I, like, sit down and be like, Ghibli movie marathon. Like, I didn't see Howl's until 2017. And everyone is super, like, not mad, I will say. People are mad when I I tell them for leading up to that point that I hadn't seen Howl's or that I hadn't seen Howl's for a very long time. They're like, what? You love Ghibli? You love anime? Why haven't you seen Howl's? And I was like, okay. I own this movie. I have the DVD of it. Let's sit down right now and watch this movie. And they're like, no, I can't right now. Can you do it next week? And so I would wait <laughs> for people to like, oh, wait, if you're going to watch Howl's, I want to be there. And I was like, okay, this Friday, let's go. But like, oh, wait, no, I can't. So then it took me like a decade to watch this movie. So I finally, no, it was for someone else. Um, we had movie night and they watched Howl's. So I was like, finally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except I watched I the dub. I that's how I watched it. Like, it was Mm -hmm. a movie marathon, and I'm pretty sure it was freshman year. um, One of our other mutual friend, like, Elise, had this kind of horrifying roommate, and she was like, Mm. let's do Howl's Moving Castle, though. Like, let's watch this. And we were like, okay. I was like, I've never seen it. And she was, like, shocked for me, and I was like, okay. (laughs) And then we, like, watched it. Um, It's the probably only movie I think – she made me watch that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other movies she made mm-hmm. me watch include Top Gun. Oh. I don't yeah, think I don't she that. had a good sense of movie, like, taste. Yeah. yeah. What was you? Do you remember your first Ghibli movie? Um, I used to watch a lot of Ghibli movies with my cousin growing up, and she oh. had a lot of the DVDs. I have the strongest memories of Spirited Away and my neighbor Totoro. I think Totoro oh, yeah. was my first one though, because yeah. I rewatched that the most, and I have the strongest memories with that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you collect them, don't you? How far are you into your collection? Yeah, I have. I think almost all. Like I'm missing yeah. like I want to say like three or four DVDs, so I'm close. Oh. But also, it's getting more difficult because I mean they're releasing more Blu-rays and stuff like that, and special yeah. edition stuff. So. Yeah. I like kind of hate blu-ray me too it's such a gimmick (laughs) it's such a gimmick i'd rather just either own it physical copy because i can't find it downloaded anywhere or just own the downloaded version so that way i just i know i just want to own it i don't care about anything else i'm very heavy about things matching when it comes to collecting stuff so like Uh it just makes things more difficult when they're like okay we're gonna stop releasing this particular design or like thing and then re-release it Mm -hmm. i'm just like it doesn't match because my collection (laughs) Yeah. So. You need the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Especially the Ghibli movies. Because yeah. a lot of your collection, like, they line up nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I tried to do that with like Marvel movies, but I don't want to own all of them. Oof. Oh, I, just I can't want imagine. Some of them. But I also mm-hmm. have like some that are Blu-ray, some that are like just normal DVDs, and it's like yeah, I gave up. I don't even care anymore. But I don't have a I Blu-ray know. player anymore, so now I can't really watch them anyway. Oh, mm. bummer. Yeah. But hey, I have Honestly, Disney Plus now, so. Yeah, Disney, if they're going to, I'm surprised they haven't already. They need to release just, like, the Marvel, like, the MCU special edition, like, box set or something. Because, like, people out there would buy that. I think they yeah. have them, but, like, in phases. Like, oh, there's the phase one set and the phase two set and the phase three set. Yeah. Oh my god, can you imagine the box set, though, from Iron Man to Endgame? <laughs> Anyways, Ghibli. <laughs> What's your favorite Ghibli movie, Sam? This Ed? is a Marvel podcast. We had to talk about Marvel at one point. Yeah, it had to come up somehow. <laughs> Once an episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, um, I feel like, even though I've watched all of these Ghibli movies, I forget so much of what happened in them, you know? That's very fair. They're very long. Yeah. It's also, like, very calming to watch them that I almost stop paying attention. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Yeah. Unless it's Princess Mononoke, Mononoke, but I also don't remember that one very well either. <laughs> I just know that there was, like, a girl living in the forest with a wolf. A lot mm-hmm. of things happened in Mononoke. <laughs> also, I feel like that one is And then I think there was, like, a spa. Long. I don't remember... Uh, the spa spirited away. That's the bathhouse. No, but I thought I don't know. I do think I am aware think of that. Spirited scene. away, I think, is the only yeah. one that I have like really strong memories oh, of. Oh, okay, okay. Because mm-hmm. I like there's a little girl, then she starts eating food, and then her par- or no, mm-hmm. she doesn't eat the food. Her parents eat the food, and then they get turned into pigs. That was also and horrifying. Then, like, she has to work <laughs> at the spa, and there's the witch yeah. who I thought in memories I thought was evil, but she was nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's an interesting character. Spirited Away was, oh, yeah. Yeah. I do like the little dust mites in that, though. They're yeah, cute. Yeah, I love them. Little dust mites. I mm. think that's, like, what's kind of the best thing about Ghibli movies and, like, Miyazaki movies is that there's always something in there that's just, like, really adorable. Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's... So many different ways that people can... You can make a lot of merchandise out of the Ghibli movies. Yeah. Like, if Totoro wasn't enough for you, every movie has some little thing that is just, like, small and cute and innocuous. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the little, like, ghost spirits in Princess Mononoke. Like, those are oh, really yeah, the little cute, tree. But oh, spirits. yeah. Yeah. I've had some people say that they're creepy to them. But yeah, I'm not a huge cute. fan. <laughs> I think they're cute. They're okay. I like them. Me too. When we went I to the museum, I got a postcard of them. Same. Oh. Same. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite movie? Mine is Kiki's Delivery Service. Oh, yeah. I've rewatched that the most. Mm-hmm. And I like, I think Kiki's my favorite protagonist out of all the movies mm-hmm. in Ghibli. I need to see it. It's that. just such a whimsical movie. It is. Yeah, mm-hmm. whimsical is a good way to describe a lot of the, like, younger audience aimed ones i'd think mm-hmm. um because yeah mononoke and spirit away gets into some like heavier themes or just like mm-hmm. tones but like totoro geekies they're very whimsical yeah yeah um my I favorite mean, i've i've seen on i've seen on tumblr a lot that miyazaki movies are 
good for romanticizing just regular, normal, daily activities. Yeah. Like your commute or Mm -hmm. like walking down the street. Just it romanticizes just like normal life instead of like the fantastical adventures that are happening. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. And that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's why Ghibli food has its own, like, genre. Because the the tension they put into the detail of the food, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I miss food. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite Ghibli movie, and this is a really unpopular opinion, um, Castle in the Sky. Mm. Because for a lot of people, um, even, like, deep Ghibli fans, Ghibli movies drag. There are times whenever you watch them and you're just like, ah, oh, yes, this is fine. And there are times when you'll rewatch it and you're like, oh, right, this movie is two and a half hours long. That's how I feel watching Princess Mononoke. I like the movie. I've seen it four times. I've paid my dues. I'm allowed to say that Mononoke feels like it takes forever. And Spirited Away is also up there for me. And like, I've seen it so many times that it's starting to drag a little of just like, oh, wait, they're just now meeting the twin sister kind of a situation. Um, A lot of people feel that way about Castle in the Sky. And I will admit it does take a while. But when I think back of all the other Ghibli movies I've watched, um, I I stand by Castle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I once attempted to watch that movie. And it was like at a sleepover with friends and Castle in the Sky was the first thing we tried, and then we all fell asleep. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally They're... not a single one of us. Ma- I, I remember the first, like, five minutes, and then I was out. <laughs> yeah, it's not... It is one of the movies that drags, mm. uh, for sure. Um, but it is my favorite one. They're just, very slow-paced. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They're not action thrillers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think when I, like, first watched Howl's Moving Castle, I was like, isn't that the one that's, like, really boring? <laughs> and everyone was like, no, 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 that's Castle in the Sky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely Howl's is the more, it feels more, faster's not the word, but, like, more stuff happens within yeah, the moment. Yeah, it's more like. paced. It's, yeah. well, it's more better. It's better paced. Mm-hmm. Howl's mm-hmm. is the fan. I think internationally, Spirited Away is the most recognizable. I think Howl's is the favorite internationally. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the, like the big three are those two, and then Kiki's. I was gonna then... say Totoro. Well, I don't oh, know. No, Totoro. Totoro's just like identifiable. My neighbor Totoro yeah. is like super famous, just because like mm-hmm. you see him you see everywhere. Him everywhere. That's I'm, true. I don't know why I'm doing this motion. I'm just squishing a Totoro, anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was about to say that I think that's why it's a surprise when you mentioned like, oh, yeah, Castle in the Sky is my favorite because I feel like people's favorites are typically like one of the three or four movies we just mentioned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh my God, you get into the Ghibli snobs who are just like, they disdain the big popular ones of like, oh, of course Howl's is your favorite and they're the Porco Rosso bitches and you're like, um. okay, fine movie, calm <laughs> down. <laughs> Ghibli, I mean, great movies. like any sort of genre or fan genre, you get all sorts of snobs. And I will say, I think the, some of the Ghibli ones are the more obnoxious ones to me. Mm-hmm. Wait, can well, you tell the story? People who are like, people who are like, the thing that's popular, like, ugh, I can't believe like you like the popular thing. It's like, it's popular for a reason. That's right? true. It's good. They're still good. There's nothing, they're just, shut up. Anyways. <laughs> Can you tell the story? So the three of us mm-hmm. all went to film school. Not for film school, but it was a film school. Can you tell the story in your directing class when someone's like, oh, have you heard of Hayao Miyazaki? Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I love uh, this story. I had a class where I think it was my intro to visual me arts, whatever. It's one of those like boring intro classes where you kind of have to pass it as a prerequisite. But the final was you have to pick a not well-known artist in the field that you're studying and kind of just write a paper about their past works. And so we all looked at the list and we like picked one, but you're allowed to pick someone that's not on the list if it's accepted. And so this guy was like, yeah, like he started off with this guy, like makes some really cute, like animated, like films. You guys may not have heard of him, Hayao Miyazaki. And the teacher is like, okay, who in the class has heard of Hayao Miyazaki? And literally everyone raised their hand and we're like, everyone has heard of Hayao Miyazaki, obviously. (laughs) Oh my God. I know. It's the most rage inducing story you can imagine. But that's also in case anyone was wondering what Emerson College is like. (laughs) It's that. Yeah. It is that. It's like everyone thinking that they are superior for having opinions about things that are like popular. Right? Like, I know. Oh my god, also, you haven't watched Pulp Fiction? I don't think you could go into a single dorm room <laughs> that had a man in it without not, a Pulp Fiction like poster on their wall. I yep. will say the guy who mentioned that in the class was definitely one of those guys that was like, <gasps> I'm a Tarantino like fan so i'm not surprised that he's like no one has probably heard of this movie even though again it's worldwide i know honestly i love your teacher for being like raise your hand if you've heard of Hayao Miyazaki. <laughs> you're just outing this boy fool Let's just like a prove f- you wrong just a full-on fool and a f- holy i would have Anyways. also loved if the teacher was like you've got to be kidding me right i know <laughs> like have you heard of Hayao? like shut up you're not special <laughs> I like swear. Sometimes I think about like people I met at Emerson, and I'm like, "How are you real?" <laughs> Can you think of anything you want to talk about when you think of Ghibli? Um, or do you have any questions? I think I'm always surprised when I realize Ponyo is one of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm surprised you haven't seen Ponyo. No, I have. You have seen Ponyo. It was yeah. on your list. Oh, okay. How I, is it? It's <laughs> really it? cute. Oh, Wait, have you seen it, Sabrina? I have not. But I know that Miley Cyrus's sister is the voice of Ponyo. And then oh. Juno's brother is his younger brother voices the oh. lead, opposite lead. I forgot about and that. And I very much, yeah, it's all of... I know is the Ponyo, Ponyo, Ponyo. She's a little fish. <laughs> She's a little fish from the deep blue sea. <laughs> it's it stuck in my head for the rest of my life. <laughs> it's catchy. And also, I feel like it was really heavily promoted by Disney at the time. So I remember seeing oh, commercials yeah. for it all yes. the time. Yeah. I remember Ponyo was the one I was surprised by, like, how mainstream promotion it got and um arietti like when i was in yeah. missouri in high school i would see commercials when i went to the movies for um for arietti and i was like oh yeah cool mm-hmm. i right? feel like that's why it's so shocking when you realize those are ghibli because of how like well they were promoted yeah yeah because mm-hmm. everything well, so- else you're kind of like oh like not really heard of this like mm-hmm. if you're not someone who knows ghibli then you haven't really heard of those movies, you know? Right, or the yeah. movies that have come out since. I could be wrong, but I yeah. feel like when they gave Disney the distribution rights mm-hmm. in America, I think it was right before Ponyo, which is why it's like all the movies afterwards, yeah, we hear more about. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because Disney lost or gave up those rights because um, yeah, HBO. HBO is about to get them all. That. Ghibli's not on um, Disney Plus at all. Or Netflix, as people have figured out after that news dropped. Um, so I'm wondering what happened there with rights and stuff and why. Because Disney never lets anything go. Mm-hmm. And I'm really su- surprised that 
HBO ended up with uh, streaming rights. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised they're streaming at all. I feel like they're the type of company that wouldn't have... Yeah, I, I, I heard rumors that Miyazaki was unhappy that they're going to be streamed because he thought that, like, the way... Something about the way of the animation style was better, wasn't suited for streaming. I don't know what the reasoning was, and I'm probably making all this up, but I remember hearing that, like, Miyazaki is Loki a curmudgeon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I heard he wasn't <laughs> totally pleased mm-hmm. when HBO picked up rights. Yeah, yeah but also... Um... I was just trying to like look up the exact story that I was I was talking to Lily about last week about how um, and this is in like the Harvey Weinstein Wikipedia page that oh. like when Weinstein was charged with handling the U.S. release of Princess Mononoke, he received a samurai sword in the mail with an attached note that read "No cuts." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I love Good. that so much. I love Asian directors messing around with Harvey Weinstein. Well, he was involved. Listen, this is probably totally a rumor because (laughs) on the article, it's like we this it's like a rumor. There's a rumor going Um, around that this happened. Mm. Uh, One of the reasons Harvey Weinstein is so big is because of the company he was in charge of, like as a producer, was also a part of like a lot of large international distribute distribution rights, which is why Bong Joon Ho was involved. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like that story with Bong Joon Ho came up. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? Wait, there's something directly from an interview with him that says, um, the director, in like Miyazaki, so Miyazaki said this, actually my producer did that, although I, do, I did go to New York to meet this man, this Harvey Weinstein, and I was bombarded with this aggressive attack. All these demands for cuts. He smiles. I defeated him. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I love this. Mm-hmm. Power to Miyazaki appreciate that i also appreciate how he is a never-ending like i'm retiring one more movie i'm retiring one more movie i'm retiring last project (laughs) like i feel like that's proof that he actually loves what he does mm -hmm. you know yeah and i can see how like going into retirement would also help take off the pressure so he doesn't have to turn like be on a deadline to turn out movies he's able to more invest long term in like projects that he wants to now so he does not on like production deadline as one of the heads of Ghibli. Okay, also, do any of you know why it's Ghibli versus Ghibli? Because I've I seen like. I imagine that's just like people. It's like GIF and JIF. That's what I always thought, but I've seen yeah. like deep cut weebs who are like, it's Ghibli. And I'm like, I don't know. I Maybe someday I'll put in the effort and like look up a video of Miyazaki pronouncing his own company because I'll just follow his example. I mean, if I, I ever heard both works Miyaz- up Yeah, exactly. Right? If I ever heard Miyazaki say the name, then I'd be like, oh, okay, this is how you say it. Same. I used to call it Ghibli, but then someone did, someone, a weeb was like, oh, it's actually pronounced Ghibli. And so I started pronouncing it like that ever since. Mm. But it shouldn't matter, I feel. Yeah. I don't know why I've never thought... Like, we've again, we've been to the museum and we've seen documentaries. I don't think I've ever processed how Miyazaki says this company name. I'll look he it up afterwards. Says it, I feel like. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll look it up now. I'm curious. We'll add mm. it to the tweet. We'll link it once I find it. Yeah. But, um... Another thing I wanted to touch on uh, was I think Ghibli movies have... Has a really good soundtrack. Yeah. They have amazing music. It's always good to play in the background whenever you do anything. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Definitely super easy to like throw on throw on like the playlist 
and just be like, okay, cool, I can do things and feel, like, ethereal while I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I have, like, a playlist of different movie soundtracks on Spotify that I like to put on if I have to focus on something. I feel like with all the other movies, it kind of meshes together well, and I'm just like, I don't know what movie this is from by the time mm-hmm. it gets to, like, the 20th song. But Ghibli's is very iconic, where it's like, I know it's from a Ghibli movie. <laughs> there is a certain riff yeah. in the Spirited Away and... I think a castle in the sky. I think that they use the they same share... composer for everything. They yeah. Do. So there's a certain like pro- court, like progression of notes mm-hmm. that you carries throughout a lot of the Ghibli soundtracks, and I like that kind of like that tie, that artistic tie over. Um, at work, we we play music in the store, obviously, and whenever I'm in charge, because I don't listen to things other, obviously it has to be like store like customer appropriate and whatever and since i don't really listen to anything other than k-pop whenever i'm in charge of the music i just put on ghibli music i just put on the (laughs) anime playlist and everyone's like ah yes lily put on the music today (laughs) anytime it's raining or snowing i will play the ghibli playlist Mm -hmm. and uh, my co-workers don't mind it fantastic but yeah it's a very that's very good bookstore music i appreciate it i feel like that's exactly yeah exactly that's the exact kind of music i want to listen to when i'm at a bookstore Mm mm-hmm there are a few, like, because I just, like, found the albums and chucked them onto the playlist, there's some, like, Mononoke battle music that I'm just like, okay, this does not fit right now. The drums are a little too intense. No. Other than that, it, it, it's good. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just talk about the museum, then. I feel like... Mm-hmm. That's it. Um... It was a long trip from Tokyo to get there, but yeah, this was we got Joyce's. There. This was Joyce's bucket list item. One yeah. of the bucket list items when we went to Japan. Thank to you Tokyo. for coming with me. You wanted to. <laughs> I mean, it was an awesome experience. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I did like Tokyo was amazing. Uh, and there's, of course, everything to do there. But I did like how this was kind of set out from the city. Because, one, it got us out of the city. We were able to kind of, like, see some other stuff. Um, yeah, we but were it kind, also of, like, just kind of in a suburb. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. also added to the feel of just, like, Ghibli's something. Even though it's a huge tourist attraction now. Ghibli's something, like, hidden. And you have to, like, go find it kind of a situation. That's true. How'd you find out about it? Um, I just heard about it quite a lot on the internet just because it was... Mm one of the few museums where they don't allow photos or videos taken until Mm -hmm. recently obviously they started doing virtual tours which we'll talk about later Mm. but yeah they're very secretive about the museum so as someone who really loves ghibli films i want to see what the museum was about they did a really good job putting together a lot of the rooms to replicate what the scenes look like in the movies Mm -hmm. it was really great Mm -hmm. to be in yeah it was really cool um when we yeah. were there, there were only, like, three spots where we could actually take photos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they are all, like, outdoors. Yeah. It was I only like. the outdoor areas. Um, because yeah. there's the main entrance that you go into, and then once you get into the, like, the foyer room, it's, like, three or four stories. I think three stories. And there's a bunch of... And again, there's not a lot of English, and there weren't, like... This was the first paintbrush Miyazaki ever used. Or, like, this is a film... It wasn't a museum like that. It was more of, like, interactive playhouse kind yeah. of a thing. And then they had yeah. some, like... There was definitely that one room, though, where it was, like, this is what it looks like when mm-hmm. Hayao Miyazaki is creating. And yeah, it was just, had, like, like a studio mess recreation. of a room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
but they also had a lot of interactive things of like how paneling works. So you like you turned the wheel and you would saw walk like the figure walk kind of a situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was really fun. Very Alice in Wonderland. It was also cool. They stuff. had like all those weird like, uh, like staircases going places and it's mm-hmm. um, bridges randomly on one floor, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. At one point, like, like s- we got lost, and I was like, I'm just gonna sit here because it's <laughs> the only place that everyone can see me, and I'm just gonna yep. sit here until Lily and Joyce find me. Yeah, <laughs> it was very crowded. It it's, was. it's a tourist attraction, but not overcrowded it wasn't uncomfortable i think one we went in the middle of march which is like peak not off season for japan tourism which is nice um but it was also just a lot of kids and families you could tell like this wasn't the first time they come to the museum this is just like a normal thing for them that was fun mm-hmm. um they my favorite part of the museum thing where like you have to uh choose a time to go you're right yeah yes forgot about that there was a small scare too because i oh yeah tickets are hard tickets. to get no, I secured the tickets fine, but then I didn't read, like, you have to print the tickets before you go, but we didn't have a, access oh. to any printer at w- the place we were staying at, so I was just like, oh my god, are they going to let us in? Is everything going to be okay? It was fine. Oh, yeah. At the end, so. How far in advance did you have to get our tickets? It was, like, two months in advance. Two months? Because, yeah. yeah, it was one of those things of, like, we decided the dates were going to Asia, we bought our plane tickets, Joyce bought our Ghibli tickets. Yeah, because it's, like... Mm-hmm. By a certain point, they get sold out pretty quickly. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you have to buy day up when they release them. There yeah. were like mm-hmm. there were like two or three things that we did in Japan that we had prepaid for, mm-hmm. which was kind yeah, of funny. That was one of them. And I just remember like, because <laughs> me as a traveler is very like I just will do whatever. Like so those two weeks with you guys, I was like great. I don't have to plan nothing. I just follow you. Okay. Like, <laughs> but I'm very like. <laughs> Just go, I don't know, just show up and yeah. I'll figure out what I'm doing that day. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, in, like, December, you were like, wait, we already bought the, the like, Studio Ghibli tour tickets and we also <laughs> bought the robot thing yeah. tickets. Oh, yeah. So do you mind paying for that now? And I was like, oh, uh, yeah, I guess. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, that was a good trip. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, was my favorite trip. trip of all time, you guys. Aww. Just saying. We'll do it again someday. Except Aww. we have to bring Elise. Elise yeah. will kill Sabrina if we don't bring her to Asia. <laughs> if I go okay, wait, to, I was Japan about to say a third time without her. <laughs> <laughs> wait, guys, you know what? When would be a perfect time to go back to Japan? A Ghibli amusement park oh, is in the yeah. works right now. We should go back when that is done so we can visit there and then make another episode talking about us going to the amusement <laughs> yes. park. That'd be a good time. Oh. Yes. Yeah. I heard they're making the... The thing I'm most excited about that is apparently they're making the section for Arietti where everything's super large, Aww. like all the plants, and I'm, I think that'll be that'd be the really fun. part of the park. I want to go inside a cat bus. My favorite <laughs> part of the Ghibli Museum is they have this huge, fuzzy cat bus replica, except you can only... They only let in kids who are like three or younger, obviously, <laughs> and I'm a rule-abiding citizen, so I didn't take pictures of it, and I actually very much regret it. But I just, it was huge and fuzzy, and I just, Catbus is one, I think, probably my favorite Ghibli creature, and I just really want to see it. <laughs> I really wanted to play inside a giant cat bus. Did yeah, you like, pet it at least? No, it was too far away! Oh. <laughs> what? That stupor reminds me of the studios in uh, London for Harry Potter. They have, like, mm. a giant night bus, but you're not allowed on it. Ugh. Uh, cruel. 
Like, what's the point of the night bus being there if I can't get on it? I know. Not even, (laughs) like, the, like, opening the door, like, that little square foot. Anyways. What was your favorite part of the museum? Um... I think it was... Well, I was about to mention earlier, I thought it was cool how they had a spiral staircase with the birdhouse outside. Oh, yeah. That was fun. I assume that's a reference mm-hmm. to Kiki's delivery service, although, oh. I don't know, there's a lot of different pets Yeah, within the movies. But then, I also enjoyed the small short we saw at the very end. Yes, we yeah. should talk about that. Which yeah. was about, I don't know what the title was. I it think was a spider. different ones they play mm-hmm. day by day. Because I thought we were going to watch the one with the caterpillar, which was one of his newest ones. But mm. that wasn't the one they played that day. But it was still fun. Yeah, it was the spider it, who it lived in the pond. It was about a spider. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't a fan and of the I bug aspect, very... but you know. <laughs> no, no. I remember when we found out what it was about, I was like, I am so disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> of all of the lineups. I was hoping for to know and support. I, I know there's a video where like cat bus has kittens and you oh, see like yeah. little tiny cat buses. That was the one I wanted. Uh, what was your favorite part of the museum? Mm, I liked I liked the general architecture of the building. Mm, mm-hmm. Like, I feel it's like really it's cool. a very easy place to just walk in and walk around for hours and not really realize that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's yeah. just very interestingly built. Yeah, for sure. Because for me, like, bef- before I went, it's not that, like, I... It's not that I wasn't excited to go. It's... I definitely just wasn't at the same level as probably, like, either of you. I just was like, yeah, cool. This will be fun. Like, I've seen their movies. I think mm-hmm. that's going to be interesting. I'll yeah. know some of the stuff that will be there. But um, for the most part, I was just like, eh, okay, like, let's go. And mm-hmm. seeing how exactly the, the museum is laid out is very interesting. Like, going from room mm-hmm. to room and the different, like layers of it um even the like roof outdoor aspect was really cool mm-hmm. so i, I like just kind of wandering it yeah it really opened itself up to that opportunity i think even for how crowded it was you could still like just like make your way through the areas and floors it's nice mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i think they also make sure that not when they sell the tickets it is a low number versus mm-hmm. any other museum where it's like yeah like hundreds of people can come in yeah and whatnot also all of our tickets have little museum. like tiny movie stills yeah it's not a very large yes. museum yeah i still have my movie fun. ticket like stub thing mm-hmm. me too same so i just have like a bag of like ticket stubs and souvenirs from our trip of like our plane tickets and like other stuff that was oh. fun yeah what was your favorite part of the museum cat bus Oh, yeah, Still yeah, mad yeah. I couldn't pet it, but it, the cat bus is my favorite part of the museum. <laughs> well, now I know what I'm, I can get you for a birthday. Yeah. Just gonna get you, like, a cat bus thing. Yeah. They're fun. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I will say cat bus is another one of those things that if a small child is not ready, it's kind of freaky. Cat bus is a little scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, kind of the asp, like, I don't know. In my mind, I'm like, does does the cat eat you, or is there a door? So it a door just kind of, like, molds open from its, like, because it has a window, and then just kind of, like, molds into a door, and then it molds back into a window. Cat bus is a little weird. It, like, morphs <laughs> around. Yeah, that's weird to me. 
It's really weird. But I feel like that's also just general Miyazaki. There's always, like, one thing that's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you're watching but, a Miyazaki film if it's, like, relaxing, but also slightly terrifying. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. There's one really, really cute thing and one really, really, like, horrifying thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of go with it because it all makes sense in the movie. But other than, like... I don't know. If you haven't watched one, watch one. Yeah. And like I think if you're out the there big... being like, should I watch these movies? Yes, you should. Definitely. And I think any of the main popular four of Spirit Away, Howl's, Kiki's, or Totoro are great places to start. Screw the mainstream. They're popular for a reason. And they're a great places to start. If you want to, like, start deep cut, go for it. I, there's any number of Wikipedia articles and lists on what to watch. Do not start with Grave of the Fireflies. <laughs> I will say that. That is a terrible place to get your first impression okay. of Hayao Miyazaki. Can I say something about that movie? I've been wanting to watch that movie for a while, but every time I'm like, let's watch it. Well, you're always like, oh, we have to be in the right mindset to watch it. So like, not today, but like a different night. And then we still haven't watched it yet. So Grave of the Fireflies <laughs> is your house. You're just gonna have to sit down and watch it one day. I refuse to watch Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah. I only saw that when I was at least like, eight or ten in that range and my friend my parents and i yeah i know my parents and i were out at our favorite sushi restaurant and they just play like tv movies and stuff for some godforsaken reason they were playing grave of the fireflies that night and i don't remember and i was too far away to really catch what was happening but i knew enough that i was just crying (laughs) so i refused to watch grave of the fireflies about do you know i know it's about two boys who lost their parents yeah it's two orphan brothers yeah i'm pretty sure it's a based around i was gonna say world war ii but i'm i think it might even predate that it might be world war one but basically um bombers because it's the war the their bombs burn down their village and i don't remember why they i mean they have to leave and they're trying to walk to the next destination except one the older brother is 14 minimum and then the younger brother, the cute one, is like four or five kind of a situation. And it's, there's, it's not great. It's very sad. I heard with the cover of that movie, the poster, if you turn up the brightness a lot, you can see the planes in the back, but you can't see it like normally. Which is I'm really so confused by crazy. that theory because how did they draw that <laughs> with like, oh, in 20 years from now, they'll be able to turn up the brightness. My guess is I don't that... know if that's... I feel like that's a reprint decision. That has to be something that, like, sense. a fan did. Right? That has to be, like, oh, the DVD release, like, technology. Because there's no... There's no way they were drawing that poster <laughs> and just, like, in 20 years, they're gonna be able to find this thing that we can't do with our... <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, yeah. The other thing, quick niche thing I will mention, if you are an anime fan as well and you're an AMV fan... Ghibli AMVs always slap. Those things are great. That's true. They're fun. Oh, actually, there's this ASMR artist that I listened to <laughs> before going to bed. Um, and uh, she has a couple where she is... Um, uh, where she's Sophie from Howl's selling her hats. <laughs> and there's another one where she's like Kiki. Like, she's doing that. So she it's has like a couple play ASMR? like Yeah. Oh. Okay. This girl, I actually really enjoy her videos because she does this like um 
series where she pretends to be like someone like almost out of like Dungeons and Dragons like she's just role-playing these different characters like um there's one person who's like an apothecary like she's in an Hmm. apothecary one is a white witch one is a dark witch one is like she runs a uh dragon emporium or like just in Hmm. general like pet and like the video is where you're buying like a dragon egg from her Mm. like she has a bunch like that and it's very relaxing and very niche but i love it (laughs) fascinating that's cool yeah her name like her you her name on youtube is goodnight moon Mm. she has really good asmr videos oh nice i'm gonna add into this cool like oh cool animal cross animal crossing <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i was gonna mention animal crossing because people have been doing really cool ghibli setups on their islands that oh. like must have taken them insane amount of hours to put together like i saw this really cool spirited away island or they did the where her parents turned into pigs like oh. that whole section with like the oh restaurants and the like the, market exactly the market oh. as well as the bathhouse and oh wow it's like it takes up the entire island that's not crazy and then they're dressed I have as hero no patience for that <laughs> nope my island still looks almost exactly the same as it as day one same mm-hmm. yeah right guess that's anyway it. yeah yeah that's it everyone go watch uh miyazaki um they're really good movies and with that we'll be with you till the end of the line you can follow me on twitter at the sabrina pet you can follow lily at lily underscore rugo you can follow joyce at joyce the letter s and then cookie is that that's in your what my youtube instagram and twitter and if you want to see our trip to asia joyce made a really fun uh vacation video out of it and it's on her youtube yeah um, you can follow the podcast at EM Fangirls. Check out our website, earthsmightiestfangirls.com, and email us at emfangirls at gmail.com. Lily is still looking for Mulan fanfic. Still waiting for that fanfic. <laughs> oh, also do all those lovely, lovely things like following us on Spotify and iTunes and Stitcher and rating us and reviewing us and help the podcast. Thank you to Dexter Britton for letting us use their song Wonderland, and thanks to us for editing and producing. 